Welcome to this installment of the Back Again and Gone podcast, coming to you from the Hilton Garden Inn, Tampa, Florida, and coming to you with a new topic or a new series, which we'll call Off the Eaten Path. I have a confession to make. I'm a foodie. My wife will emphatically tell you that I eat most of my meals like a third grader. I come from a family of foodies. If you've read any of my blog posts, most of them have some kind of a food theme in them. My Yelp profile is as follows. Road warrior eating between 7 and 10 meals a week on the road. I enjoy a dive as well as well as a high-end steak place. Serve me food in a plastic basket or with a formal place setting. I'm at home either way. I love wings and I love good beer. A brew house is an automatic if someone asks, where do you want to go for dinner? I know how to separate service from food and each deserves their own critique. So the Off the Eat and Pass series will be simple up to five or six of my favorite restaurants from each of the states that I visit. I may actually even divide the states up into mid, upper, lower, central, whatever. But some of these will be local restaurants that nobody's ever heard of, and others will be chains that everybody insists you have to stop here. For example, In-N-Out Burger. For years and years and years, I've heard about how In-N-Out Burger is the end-all to be-all. People drive two and three hours for lunch, dinner, whatever. I finally had an opportunity to eat at one in Texas a few years ago, and it was okay. I mean, it wasn't great. I put it on par with the five guys. I'm certainly not going to get in the car and do a diaper drive halfway across the state to find one. And some of the stops may just be an airport during one of my layovers. So what I find interesting about people's Yelp reviews is they somehow associate the price paid for the meal with the rating they give it. You know, it seems like you see these high-end places get just five and four and five stars on a consistent basis, but I don't always agree with that. For example, I love Taqueria, Mexico in Mobile, Alabama. I tell everybody I know about it, if you're going to Mobile, you've got to stop at this place. And dinner there with a couple tacos and a couple drinks, chips, etc., runs you less than 25 bucks. Now, if you ever do stop in there, make sure to order a Corona Rita. Now, the first time I saw a Corona Rita, I really thought it was one of these hack drinks that they bring out for Cinco de Mayo, but the description is it's a margarita. They take a six-ounce Corona, turn it upside down in the middle of the margarita. As you sip your margarita, the Corona drink, drinks out of the bottle and, and replaces the margarita. After four or five of these one night, I decided this was a pretty stand-up drink. But by contrast, Charlie Steakhouse in Tampa gets rave reviews and isn't one of my favorites. You know, the last time I visited Charlie's was 2014, and I gave it a two-star Yelp review. Dinner for four, two pork chops, two steaks, an order of mushrooms, as well as an order of mac and cheese, lobster laden. The lobster mac and cheese was for me. The restaurant we've used as a launching point for deals for years. I mean, it's, you know, it's a pretty stand-up place. Everybody wants to go there. But this evening... It fell way short. It seemed that our waiter was more interested in selling high-end steaks to the other tables than actually taking care of ours. When one of the four of us wanted garlic and oil on his pork chop, the waiter said, uh, we don't serve it that way. One of the other members of the, the table wanted bread served with uh, some extra butter. And the waiter replied, there's already butter on top of the bread. Now, he did bring us a plate of butter, but, you know, did he really need to say that? 
Of course, me, the fat guy, ordered the lobster mac and cheese on the actual, on the waiter's recommendation. Several minutes later, someone other than our waiter returned to tell us that they'd run out. You know, our waiter didn't even take the time to come over and let us know. He sent somebody else in. You know, one of the, one of the members of the party wanted a refresh on our wine and eventually had to flag down another waiter to fill the request because our waiter truly had dropped the ball. You know, had we been entertaining clients that night, certainly would have been embarrassed. Now, the one upside was the food tasted fresh and flavorful, and I, I put that in the review. You know, some of the best pork chops that I've ever eaten. And I went on to say that I'll be staying at the Double Tree, which is in the adjacent parking lot to Charlie's in a few weeks, and I doubt I'll be dining there again. Now, including the wine and tip, this meal was easily in excess of $500. Four years later, I still haven't returned, based solely on the service. I mean, all four of us walked back across the parking lot to the hotel, shaking our heads just to indicate, you know, what the hell just happened. So since I'm currently based out of Florida, I think this will be a great launching ground this state for the series. So look for the uh, first installment of Off the Eaten Path, Florida style, and leave me a message. Feel free to submit any of your local favorites or even offer up a state of your own. Thanks for listening and safe travels. Hey, wait. Not so fast. Before you leave, make sure to check out all the blogs and all the posts over at HypeAmerica.com. Thanks again for listening.